Hello and welcome along to the Family and Friends podcast. My name is Maxi. I'm one of the producers here at Family Creative and this is our new weekly podcast. Each week we plan to introduce you to some of the guys that we work with quite regularly and some people that we haven't even worked with at all yet. I guess this week is Janik Amikia. We recently signed him over at Family Creative and some of the collaborations we've produced so far have been uh, really, really great. We talk about bunking off school to shoot Kano music videos, meeting Drake, and as always, we end on a little bit of advice for anyone breaking into the creative industry. I hope you enjoy this episode of Family and Friends with director Janique Amichia. Janique, thank you so much for joining us on Family and Friends, uh, debut episode for you um, on the show. Uh, nice, nice to have a little just chat just before the show just then, man. I think it's going to be a fun episode. Amazing. Um, <laughs> how are you doing? What's, what's been going on? um it's been good like I've been I've been chilling you know lockdown doesn't really let us do much but I mean I've been grateful I'm, I'm grateful that I've still been working and stuff so I've still been able to shoot here and there but it's mainly been just like just chilling because I've recently moved into like my own place so it's just me like just settling myself and getting myself back into the groove of things while trying to adjust like this whole lockdown that we're under but I mean it's it's not like it is bad. It's like bad times, but then at the same time, it's not as bad because we can always be in a, be in a worse position. So like, I'm kind of grateful, even though it's like we're stuck here. I could be outside. I could be like, I could be like stuck at my mom's house. I could be homeless, etc. Like I'm inside. I'm in a warm house. I got Wi-Fi. I got a laptop. I got a camera. I'm still good. Like I am still good, man. But it's been. Yeah, it's been fine, man. It's been it's been pretty cool. Like, yeah. So you grew up in Ealing. Um, yeah. you went to school there, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. what was your what level of education did you did you stay in? Did you go to university so, and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, I went to uni. So I went, um, so obviously I went, I started uh let me start again. So um I went to Liverpool Uni actually. Okay, so I done like my old GCSEs, A levels and all that nonsense. Got my grades. I actually did banging in photography. I got like a hundred percent in my photography exam, which was amazing. Like I didn't think I'd do it. Like oh. I was just like I was taking photos or whatever. But I got a hundred percent, which basically secured my place into any uni. Because I think I was before I was thinking, oh, I'll probably get like a C, B, B, or whatever. But I got like A stars, A star, C, and B. I think. And they were like unis were like, oh my god, like yeah, like hey, would you like to come here? Like so, I even I think I was meant to go to Staffordshire. But then I adjusted and changed over to Liverpool to go there. So I went at Liverpool Uni and I did criminology for like, it was like three years and then got my degree and, and now we are here. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm here. What's, uh, what's your background in, in photography then? Like when did you first start getting into it? How were you introduced to it? At, at what age? Um, it's... I would was say... Was that your first thing that you, you sort of did creative? Yeah. It's, yeah you, you, you direct and stuff now. Uh, yeah. you, you quite a lot of things now, but like, was yeah. photography the first thing? It was the first one, yeah, because I think it was it was actually my mum because I like I I always think I always say to people, yeah, I started like when I was like twenty or something, but I started taking photos when I was like fourteen, maybe fourteen or fifteen, because like, I think in school I didn't really like I didn't I mean I was doing photos and stuff. I didn't I was just like I, had to, I just had a camera. I just walked around. I just took photos and etc. But going even back before even I started in like high school my mum she's a makeup artist and she used to be like come along like get some photos like 
bring like I had this like small little like you know them really small compact cameras. Yeah, and like, I used to go, yeah, like the really like really crap ones. They were rubbish. <laughs> but like I remember I used to take them, yeah. And I, I thought I was the man. I was like, you know, you're just you know when your tongues are like, you're like, yeah, you get that shot or whatever. There was no lens, no attachable lens, no f-stops, nothing. It was just straight up like. It was just like scene, you know, they just had the different scenes and stuff you could like select. Like that yeah. was me. But I remember there was this one shoot um, that my mom was doing the makeup for. I think it was, um, I think it was actually for like, do you remember Rewinds magazine? It's like it's a really, yeah. it was like one of those in like JD, it was like one of those free magazines. I think my mom was doing a shoot with like, Devlin and like Kano and I went along just like I was like oh my gosh Kano like, I was like mom please and she's like yeah come take some photos and I remember there was this guy who had like a proper like SLR camera and I remember just looking at it thinking oh my god like what the hell's like this looks sick and I went up to him I was like hey like can I can I have a go and he's like yeah yeah go take it take it and I remember like you know like I don't know what it is you know that sound that first when you took it I was like I was like, this is sick. I was like, I'm going to get this camera. And I told him, I was like, how much does it cost? And he's like, yeah, it's quite a bit. You're looking at like a thousand, like 2000, because they were like really expensive. They hadn't like made them consumer friendly yet. No, it was still like, Canon, it was, yeah, like it was still like, unless you're a professional, like if you're a professional, get it. If you're, if you're not, then you probably can't afford it. And if you can afford it, you're probably not going to know what you're doing for a hot minute anyway. So this, it was like, it was never really like attainable to me but I remember I saw this guy and he had it and I was just shooting it for ages and it's like every single photo I took to me it looked perfect but I just had a really bad camera to start off with in the beginning <laughs> but I was just shooting it I was like oh my god I was like yeah I'm just there like shooting everywhere and he's like yeah give it back give it back I'm like sorry yeah take it take it take it back take it back <laughs> but I think from that point I was like to my mom like yeah I'm I was like I'm gonna buy it I was like I want to buy one of these cameras and I'm gonna like keep like doing it and she's like okay cool I'll just keep bringing you along for like shoots and stuff and it was it literally started from there because I was just I was just BTS like just going where I'm on and then I felt like I got comfortable enough like with my camera that then I was bringing it to school like you're not allowed to bring your camera to school but I had it in like my little bag I had it in like a bag and I used to like, bring it out and like there was photos from like Facebook of me on like the double-decker bus just taking photos of my friends and stuff like it's I was that guy in school. They were like, stupid guy with his camera. And I was like, it's fine. I was like, you're going to say this now, but you're going to thank me when I'm older. Like, I've got all these memories. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't lie. They do not thank me now because they didn't look too good in the photos. They, they, <laughs> they're looking at the photos. They're like, yeah, so you're doing all this stuff now. Like, why have you not still deleted all the old photos of us, Janique? Like, why haven't you updated us with like some new photos of us? You've just got all these slipping photos of us from school and stuff. But yeah, like I literally, I just brought it to school and I was just like, I just used to shoot like just all the time, just whenever. That made then, like, yeah, to get some opportunities from your mom like that. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was it's probably like it literally is my mom, like a hun, like because my mom would just like just like come along. And my mom, she was tough on me. Like as soon as I got a good camera, she was like, "No, that's not a good photo. You need to do it more like this, this, and this." Because obviously, my mom, she'd worked with like photographers and like yeah. loads of them, and they've been like, "Yeah." So she'd been looking at all their photos, and she'd look at mine and be like, "I don't want you to be like them." But I want you to learn how to take photos like how they are. Because when they were taking photos of her doing makeup, they're like, you needed to have like probably like a macro lens or you needed to get close in and be able to like, like establish and keep your focus on like certain parts. And it's like, I learned a lot, like just from, just from going, like just from her telling me, no, like this isn't right. And for me watching like just other photographers around me. So 
it was literally like it was my mom like it's all thanks to my mom it's all my mom man, That's amazing, man. <laughs> it really is it's all like everyone tells me that like, it's my mom it's my mom no no <laughs> mom. mom did it at what point did you start breaking away from sort of gaining that you know invaluable experience on set um you know courtesy of your mom and bringing you along at what mm. point did you what was like your first few shoots where um, that wasn't the case and you were out looking for your own sort of uh your own like sources of things i did these things they were like visual tests and i used to like shoot them in my garden and it was like i had like at the time i had like a really old like hp computer and it was one of those computers where like if it overheated, it sounded like a helicopter and it didn't take much for it to overheat. So like, I couldn't afford to get Premiere Pro After Effects because they were like 800 or 900. So I cracked it. I got like a, like I got like a key and a, a fake serial number and I was literally using a hacked version. And I used to do like these little VFX tests. And like, one of them was like my brother, like, what was it? I made my friend disappear, like teleport. And he'd jump and like, and I used to like take like the soundtrack from like, you know that like X Factor and they have those serious music like dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. take all of that and just slap it on and like it was like I did those and I just used to like post them on YouTube and I think I had I think it was the first person it was Link Up TV Link Up TV saw my videos and they were like hey like you're you're pretty good at what you do like do you want to like shoot some stuff for us and I was like oh my god yeah like because at that time that was when like all the Link Ups and the the grind dailies and SBTVs, they were all like starting out. And yeah. the funniest thing was like, say for example, with Link Up TV, when I was shooting with them, I didn't really, I met them through like Facebook and stuff like that. Whereas with like SBTV, I went to Twyford and Jamal Edwards went to Acton High. So we went to the same schools, but then he's obviously like two years older than me. So okay. we all knew each other. That's the thing. Like it's, it's so weird. Cause even though I was the younger one out of all of them, like they were all filming, but I was still like the younger one. They're like, yes, Janique, like he can, he can do the effects. Like he's good at this. Like we'll, we'll get him to do this, this and this. So I was always the younger one amongst all of them. Like it was kind of weird, but Link Up TV asked me, they're like, do you want to shoot some videos? I didn't end up, I think I ended up shooting like one or two. And then um, SBTV, Morgan Keys reached out to me and he said, hey, I've got this video I'm shooting with Kano and Maxstar, like, we need someone like, do you want to come and film it with me? And I was just like, oh my God, yes. Like, and I was in like, at this time, I think I was in like sick form. And he's like, yeah, we're going to shoot it. Like, I think he wanted to shoot it during like my last lesson. And I was like, oh, and I was thinking in my head, do I, I was like, I'm going to have to bunk off this lesson. <laughs> and I said to my friend, and I was like, I'm with my friend and my friend Emmanuel. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, Emmanuel, I was like, please. I was like, come with me. Like, I don't want to go by myself. And I was like, I, I need to, I was like, I want to shoot this, but I can't go by myself. And he's like, all right, cool. Let's just do it. So we left like, before I think it was just after lunch I think we left and we went to go meet like uh, Morgan Keys and Kano and Max and we shot we like filmed this music video and it was so funny because it was like we needed the plot of it was someone running away from Kano and Max yeah. and they wanted them to like reappear and disappear because I think Morgan had seen all my disappearing like visual tests and he wanted it to be like Max to teleports Kano teleports and this guy's running away from them and I got my friend to be the guy running away from them and at the time it was funny. Like we were like, oh my God, this is sick. And then he told me like, when we got to uni, he's like, Janique, man, I was known as that, I was known as that guy that was running away from Kano and Max. Everyone knew me as that guy. And I was like, no, it's fine. He's like, no, Janique, Janique, you don't understand. Like 
watch it. He's like, Janique, watch it and see how it looked. Yeah. And I was like, it was fine. I was like, and then I watched it. I was like, actually, yeah, that was funny. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I did the, um, I did like that for, for Kato and Max though. And then like, from there, I think it just kind of kept going. Cause I, I did like a bit more and more like little music videos for them. I did like freestyles. I did like a lot of like editing. It was, it was filming, but it was a lot of editing as well. Cause I was really interested in like the whole VFX like style of things. I, I didn't have Premiere Pro, I only had After Effects. Yeah. And After Effects is like in depth, like VFX work and stuff. So it was kind of a thing where I literally did everything on After Effects. I didn't like go to Premiere Pro, I didn't use like, um, what was the other stuff? It was like, it was like movie, was it like Sony Vegas? And I can't remember the other one. There was another one, there was like all these different programs, but I just couldn't afford, I couldn't find any hacks or anything. All I could hack was After Effects. So I just got like, I just edited everything on there. So I think I really like, as well as me like learning how to chop up videos, I've learned how to do like little glitches, making the yeah. screen more like just stuff like that. That's probably so that's actually like a, a big benefit, isn't it? Like learning oh, yeah. on probably one of the most complicated softwares that Adobe does. Yeah, just, just it, straight it, off the bat, like it was straight off. Like even like someone's like, "What do you like? Do you do everything?" I remember people used to like, "Do you edit everything?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "How?" And I was like, "Well, if I'm honest with you, it took me a whole day to learn how to like save and cut videos." When I first opened up After Effects, it, it took so long just for me to learn how to cut just to like cut a video like and this is before any of the vfx and i was like well it wasn't easy but i feel like as soon as i got like my head around all the basics like it's just about applying it's just like basically what i think would work and then trying to translate that onto the screen so it's kind of like i just thought of it like it's like photoshop but with video because i'm just drawing on it and it's more like it was it was like because now it's like i can i can go into after effects and it's it's easy peasy yeah. like and it's something it's nice for clients to see that when i'm like when they're like oh you're gonna get an editor or like a vfx guy i'm like well you know i can do it like i i, I know how to do it like or even when i'm speaking to a an editor or someone who works in after effects i'm like okay cool so i want it done i can be more in depth with them because i know exactly what i know exactly what's going on in after effects so i can be like yeah i want it to look like this this and this rather than me coming across as some obnoxious director who's just like yeah i want them to fly so just make them fly and make that flame in their hands and and do that thing where the screen shakes and you know you and you know when an editor's just like yeah yeah i know what, i know what you mean yeah and nah <laughs> but it was at least that it's it's better it gives me more of an edge and it lets me have a better relationship with whoever i'm actually working with so yeah, yeah it's been, it's been... what what i find interesting is the fact that obviously you got some pretty good op opportunities and you're making some moves while you're mm. still at school bunking on lessons yeah. to like go shoot <laughs> that's pretty mad. Um, go mad what um what then ha happened in college you went and studied photography that was when you got your high so, grade, right? yeah so i went to so i did um photography so at college we did i stayed in my sick form basically so i did photography photography mm, photography sociology ICT and something else or whatever. So I was doing that while still in like, and I was I was doing that, I was doing my GCSEs and I was still editing at the same time as well. So I did that. And then on top of that, I started working in Jessup's as well. Oh, <laughs> like, cause it was like, we had like EMA and stuff coming in. And I was just like, do you know what? I want to get, I, I thought about it. I was like, I want to get a better camera. And I was like, do you know what the best way for me to do it is just, just go work in a camera shop. So like, I remember I went and I put, sent in my CV 
And I found out like a month later that the only reason why I got the job was because the boss thought I was a girl because of my name. And he would like, he legit thought my name, like he, he saw Janique and he thought, oh yeah, that awesome you. And then he saw me, yeah, just rock up. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like some little kid rock up. And he didn't, and you know, and it's like, he, he, he hit it really well. And then one of the supervisors is like, yeah, you know, Sholo almost, he only got you because you were, because you, because he thought you were a girl. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh. I was like, that's awkward. I was like, well, I'm here now. So I can't, <laughs> can't, get rid, can't get rid of me now. I'm here. I was like, your mistake, not mine. I'm here now. But yeah, I think I was, I did that. So I was doing like, it was, when I think about it now, it was crazy. Cause I, I was doing a lot, Like I was doing school. I was working. And I was still editing on the side. And then I think I got to like uni and then obviously I couldn't, I couldn't film as much. So then I went more into like, um, it was more editing for me. Okay. So it's like, I was doing like the music video stuff, but then it took a weird turn. Cause then I went into like beauty. Like I started doing stuff for like Tweezerman and like OPI. And it was like, so it was so different from anything I'd ever done. Like I went from doing like, videos of like guy of rappers and stuff and guys like we're just shooting like on the street corner to then going on like these massive like film like production sets and I was only like for some I started off just as an editor and they I didn't even when they told me hey we're gonna pay you as an editor to come on set and I was like to what and they were like because obviously you need to be there to see it and I was thinking I don't need to be there like you just send me the footage like I'm because I was so used to being just given footage and doing it they're like we want you on set and like, I remember we did like, it was like a lot of like beauty tutorials. Like it was, it was some, it was some crazy. We done something with like some guy called Rob Sheffy, like one of the Kardashians makeup artists. Like it was ridiculous the stuff that I was doing. Like, How did you get into I, that? Um, so again, I think this was one of my mom's friends. So my mom's, one of my mom's friends was like a creative director and he'd been doing like, he'd already been doing a lot of beauty stuff already. And then my mom was like, oh, like, reach out to him, see if you need someone to like, come down, just send him your stuff. And then I said it over to him, just like, hey, like I do this stuff, but I don't know how it works with what you do, but this is what I do. And I said it to him thinking, okay, I've sent him a couple of videos of Kano disappearing and like, <laughs> like rappers smoking and my little, my brother disappearing and like, like I've done, and I didn't think, I thought, oh, if he says, yeah, he says, yeah, if he says no, he says no. And he was like, yeah, like come on board. And then like, I started like, we just, it started off with small stuff. And then it started off with me doing like, at first it was me just editing. Then it was me actually filming BTS. And then he started getting me to like actually film some of the stuff. He never got me to direct it. Cause at the time I was still, I was way, I feel like I started so young that everyone had always been older than me. Like I was always the youngest one. Like, I've always, always been the youngest one. So that like, I'd be on set and he'd be like, look, you can film this, but we're not, we're not gonna get you to direct it but like you can be filming, like I'd be like a camera off or whatever, like, and it was, it was crazy. Cause I like, even like the amount of money that I was getting from that meant that I could get, like, I was proper researching into like cameras and stuff thinking, yeah, I want to get this camera, like stabilizers, like, etc. Like, I was thinking about all this stuff and I was like, yeah. and then my friends are looking at me like, I'm crazy. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm just, I was like, I'm, I'm literally just winging it. Like I was like, even for uni, like I was editing, whilst I was doing, I was editing till like one in the morning, then going to lectures at like nine. And then they might be, they, they could be like a weekend where I might have to come back down to London and I'd come back down to London and then go back up again. And it was, it, it was nuts. It was absolutely crazy, but it was, yeah. 
you had loads of like momentum like making loads of different types of content all this kind of yeah, stuff yeah. Yeah. what made you then go to university and study criminology criminology for three years um so basically um i don't know like i wasn't gonna i was never gonna study photography at uni or any type of media because my mum had told me from ages that look you going to uni to do photography that's something that you can learn yourself like you could go to uni and do it for three years but then you could come out of uni like three years behind like the real world that's the thing and even when she first told me I did not I was just like mom I was like why like I just want to go and do this like it's what I do and then I realized in my second year of like uni because I knew people that were doing photography but I was doing it freelance on the side and I was picking up more than they were I was helping my friends who were doing who were learning photography I was helping them and saying this so like I think it was a thing where I liked criminology. I watched a lot of CSI Miami and all of that stuff. Like, and I have a really like, I have a good eye for detail and noticing like the small bits and stuff. So it was something that I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like, it's interesting. Like, I really like doing this. Like, I, I like, I liked it. So yeah, I, I got to the second year, second year, and I was like, Mom, I'm not gonna use this degree, but I'm gonna finish. I was like, I'm, like, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my degree. I'll get my, I'll get my two one, and. I'll be done, but I'm not going to go back into this because it just wasn't really, really for me. But yeah, it was, it's something good because at least now, like, say, for example, I don't see myself going back into it, but I've got that. It's nice to have, yeah. Yeah, and it's always interesting anyway, like, speak to a client, they're like, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was, I was in uni, like, I was doing criminology, and they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, they're like, no, I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure if there's anything that I wanted to do, like, go into it and do it, like, so... Yeah, it was basically just that I, I just wanted to just wanted to do something different. Like I didn't want to get she my mom didn't want me to get boxed in. And yeah. I realized as well. So yeah, it was just yeah, that was solid it. advice. Yeah. So you finished um three years at Liverpool. What, what was then like the what was the oh, the, yeah. the route after that? Like, did you were you just like literally sort of hundred percent into into photography and, and editing and directing and all this kind of stuff. Like, you know what? I came out of uni and like it was like the worst week of my life because I didn't know what I was gonna do. Cause even though I knew I was I was still filming and stuff, but at the same time I was still editing, but there's only so much I could do because I was so far away from raving. So I got back and I was just like I sat there for ages and I was like I was like, what should I do? I was like, should I should I reach back out to the guy and go back into beauty stuff? And I was like, no, like I want to do like music videos, like proper music videos. And I remember I saw this um this director called Daps. Like he moved to like the um he's moved to like New York now. He's or LA and he's he does like Migos, everyone. And he tweeted saying, Hey, I need an editor for like a, a job, which would lead like it's potential to lead on to another job. And I tweeted him back saying, Me, me, like me, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he was just like, all right, cool. And he sent me this footage from like, he shot a video in LA with some artists. And this is probably like the, maybe the second or third week after I come back from uni. And he sent me this footage and he was like, yeah. So he sent me a treatment and he's like, okay, cool. So I'll give you like two or three, I'll give you a day to review it. And then like another two days to edit it. And I was like, all right, cool. And that project, I remember he sent me, I think I did almost like eight or nine changes on it like it was ridiculous the amount of changes oh. he like i'd send like he'd send me a page i'd do it all send it to him yeah and then he'd send it back again with another batch of changes and just kept going on and on and then finally we got there like we got there and the thing is i never 
I never knew if he was really happy with it because I was like, hey, so you know when you said it leads on to potential work? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, well, he's like, to be honest, you did you did all right. Like he's like, you did all right, but you did good enough. He's like, I'll loop you in with a with another director. And there was this director called Sessa, and he'd done like a lot of like Afrobeat videos with like Davido, like Wizkid, um, the bands. Like he'd done like he even done like French Montana and stuff, like loads. And I, he called me in, like, and he's like, like, what do you see yourself doing? And I was like, I was like, well, I can edit like really well and I can I can direct, I can shoot, like I can do pretty much like I'd, I'd love to be a film director, but I want to get better at editing. And he's just like, all right, cool. So I'll he's like, I'll put you on as an editor for he had this company called S SDK S something like that anyway. But it was like a really good production company. He's like, we'll put you on as my editor and I'll train you up and stuff. And like I worked with him and daps for like the next i'd say probably like a year yeah and like we done like some like there was some really like uh, the the videos that we worked on were like because he'd fly out to like africa and get them all done and stuff and he'd come back with his footage and we'd see like there's like a video he did with davido where like he's like ghost riding like the, there's a lamborghini in the desert like just driving alongside him while he's dancing there's got like animals like they, they've got him skydiving out of a plane like he didn't skydive. like it was it was ridiculous like and i was editing all this stuff and i was like this is mad like and that was like i had so many different videos and i used to go through just like editing and he was so tough because it was like three days i'd have to do it he'd give me the footage i'd look at it and I just edit it. But then the office we were in was like, I could sleep. Like I would spend days there. I'd literally be editing, editing. And he'd come in and see me like, you're still here. And I'd be like, yeah. And there'd be mornings he'd come in and be like, did you, he's like, did you get here early? Or, and I'd be like, nah, I've been here. And he'd, talk, he'd be like, yo, he'd be like, go home. And I'd be like, but it's so far. Like, cause it was North Greenwich. Like I was going to, imagine going from Ealing Broadway to North Greenwich. Like, and then, you know, the worst thing is from North Greenwich, I still had to take an extra bus to get to where I was going. Like, oh, I was doing that. And he was like, I would not, I would never want to go home. I'd be like, I'd be there. I'd be like, if I go home, it's going to take me like a, a good couple of hours to even, because by the time I get home, I'll be so tired. I'll rest for a bit. And then I've got to go back again for like 10 in the morning. So I used to just like do overnight stuff like all the time. But like, I did that for like, I don't know did it for like a year I think and then it's a weird one because I felt like from then on it was like I'd do it for like a year and then it's like the connects that I'd make from that I'd have someone else reach out to me saying hey do you want to do this this and this and this and it's like it was pretty much like that and then I think it was like during that I think I did it for a while and then I was like look I want to I liked Afrobeats but the stress of it was so much the editing was like there was so much to do and I was like do you know what I'm gonna do like a fresh I was like I'm gonna start fresh I'm literally going to start a fresh start. And I remember my friend Quartz was DJing for a guy called AJ Tracy. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, he hit me up. He's like, yeah, like we're going to like a radio set. Like, do you want to come like with this guy, like AJ Tracy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, all right, cool. Like he's, if he's from West, I'm from West, let's go. And then like, we always, we used to go to like radio, like radar radio and stuff like that. And we'd just be there and like, they'd just be on radio and we'd just be like filming like little bits of it. And I think it's like, cause I grew up around like most of these, a lot of like the rappers, we just grew up around them in it. So when he decided to do a music video, like it was me, like he had someone called Mornix doing videos for him. And then I'd be like, of course be like, do you want to do it as well? And I'd be like, yeah, like let's do it. Like whatever. And like we've done like a bit of videos for him. And then 
like we were shooting with AJ for a while and then I think we went to like a lot of shows and stuff with him and again it's like you do that and he was like getting up and up and up at the time so it's like you just make friends or connects or like clients from there like like people be like hey so you do this for him like would you want to do this for this and this and this and it was like it was just crazy but then I think it got to a stage where because it was me and this other director Mornix we both went to the same school and we set up like this production company and it was like it was, it was we, we dissolved it in like a year because we didn't know what the hell we were doing <laughs> <laughs> but we set it up and um basically it started I think it was he went with AJ Tracy and I went with Six Seven, so we were both doing videos for both artists, and we both just kept shooting, 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 shooting. And then I think I was shooting with Six Seven for a while, and then someone from Red Bull contacted me saying, "Hey, we've got something we're doing with Six Seven. We're shooting a music video. Since you direct for them, could you like direct like this through Red Bull for them?" And I was just like, "Just Red Bull." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Like, let's let's do this. Let's go." Like. And then like we shot that for them. And then like the guy from Red Bull was like, like do you, so like, do you like, like, what do you usually do? And I was like, yeah, take photos, direct. And then he was like, do you want to work, for, work with Red Bull? And I was like, yes. Like, and it was literally like, that's, that has literally been my life. It's been like someone saying, someone see me saying, hey, would you like to do this? And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. And then I'll literally like, anything I do, I went full pelt with it. I didn't like, there's no laziness. Like I didn't turn up late. Like, I was raring to go on every single opportunity. I was like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. But then at the same time, I didn't like forget or like cut off the other people. I had still all the other people. So I still had AJ Tracy in six, seven, yeah, yeah, that I was still working with. But then at the same time, I was working with Red Bull as well. So like, it was like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. There was so it's so like, much you know, going on. there was a lot, like, it was it was manic, the stuff I was doing. Cause I was, I'd be doing like a Red Bull, that they'd have like an event or something and I'd go and like take photos for it or something. And then I'd come back and I'd be shooting for six, seven. And then AJ might have something that he's doing a show and I've come back and do that. And then I'd still be at home anyway, doing my little VFX stuff as well at the same time. So I was just going like, going, 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 going. And it went on for like, I feel like, I feel like I did it for like, it was like four years of a blur, me just going, just, cause I just, I, I didn't even, like the amount of people like, Cause even between that, like, I ended up doing like, I did like stuff for, I did shy, I was with Shy FX for like almost a year, like That's touring nice. him. Like it was flipping nuts. Like I, I just ended up just doing like, it's like before I knew it, like I was literally like, my friend would be calling me and saying, where are you? I was like, I'm I'm literally in Liverpool with Shy FX. Like I'm driving back down tonight. Can I stay at your house? Cause <laughs> the driver's dropping me off in Angel and it's so long for me to get home. Like I can't, and it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. Like, I don't know, it was like, it was such a blur. Cause I worked with so many, like, like so even like Grime Daily at that time, I started working with Grime Daily as well. And it was a thing where I wasn't, I wasn't like burning myself out. I was just having so much fun because I'd never, like imagine like, I'm not even hitting like, I wasn't even like, I was probably like 22, maybe 21. Yeah. So like, it's like, I've got so much energy and I've never had like an opportunity where it's like, I'm, someone's telling me, look, it's something that I've grown up doing and it's second nature to me. Like someone saying they're paying me to do it. Like I was happy. I was like, oh my God, I'll do it. Like I enjoy it. It was never a chore for me. So I went like full pelt. I did. Yeah. Like I did so much. I don't even, I I can't even, I feel like it popped up. Oh yeah, I did this, I did this and this and this. Like it was. I was going to ask you about, about burning out because a lot of people, when they when they throw themselves into that many different clients' projects, mm. 
like job roles a lot mm. of the time they will sort of start to suffer a bit like yeah you just can't keep doing it but i guess yeah. maybe part of the reason why you could keep doing it is because you you started so young it yeah, was always part cool. of your life it was always your lifestyle so yeah it just, it's never really been there. It's never been a thing where it's like, oh my God, I've got this shoe and this shoe. I'll be like, okay, I've got this shoe today. I've got this one tomorrow, but then I've still got to make sure this is edited by this time as well. I should probably schedule an email to send over to that guy at the same time. Like, I was doing that from like young. And like my friends never got like, they they always like, what the hell? They're like, how are you doing this? I'm like, I, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I was like, how am I, I was like, how am I not doing it? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how am I not like, think about that? Like, you didn't think about that did you how am I not doing it because if this is all I know what else am I going to do like I, I didn't like there was no I don't know I never really had a thing where I was like oh it's too much like I want to stop because I was like I don't want to stop because I didn't really see myself doing anything else for the yeah. rest of my life like I did it like, I literally didn't nice, but yeah I didn't yeah um, so we're talking about opportunities and stuff yeah. uh on the sheet you sent me um you wrote down the the top boy doc uh, with netflix oh, yeah uh, i mean what um, what was the lead up to that you know how, how did you sort of get your foot in the door with with, with the team there um and how, you know, how was it sort of meeting everyone and, and being part of it it was the maddest it was so funny because i i feel like i kind of met like every time i get like a big job i not mess up but it's like the very beginning, like I'll do something so stupid that I won't even realize. And like, I remember I, um, so I'd done a job with Nike and I'd gone to Amsterdam to shoot something. I'd literally gone to Amsterdam for a day to shoot something with a resident advisor in Nike. And there was a guy basically who had the same name. Like I'd, I'd had someone reach out about a Netflix doc saying, oh yeah, we've got this top way thing. And the guy had the same name as the guy from resident advisor. So I had both of them having the same, they had the same name on my phone. So like I'd seen the email and I'd seen the text and I'd been like, I'm literally out of the country. I'm going to message you as soon as I get back. Because I saw it, I was like, no way, this cannot be real. I was like, I'll, I'll message you when I get back. I'll message back. And then I got back and I got a call and I thought it was from the guy from Resident Advisor. And he was like, oh yeah. So he, he called me and he's like, oh yeah, how are you doing, mate? And these times it's the guy from Netflix. And I was like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. He's like, oh yeah, we just wanted to talk on the projects. And I was like, oh yeah. And I was still thought he was talking about the Nike one. And I was like, yeah, it was great. And he's like, oh yeah, so like, well, so you like got planned. And I was like, actually, I had a weird call. Like, someone called me saying they wanted me to do some stuff with Netflix. Like, and I just don't know. I was like, it was so weird. I was like, I don't know if it's sure, but I'm gonna like, I should probably follow up on it. But yeah, there's that. And then the guy goes, Oh, well, actually, I'm I'm the guy like who he's like, it's me. I, I, I messaged you about it and then I was just like and then you know when there's like that awkward pause and I was like oh I was like hi <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and, I was just, and you know and I'm like it's not like you're trying to bring it back but I'm just like oh yeah yeah and he's just like yeah so yeah we've got this thing with Top Boy that we're doing and I was just like oh and I was on the phone and then you know and I'm looking around my friend I'm like oh my god I was like I completely I was like I had no idea. And then he's like, well, give me your email, Janique. And we'll send you an email. Like, I did not sound impressed when he first spoke to me, like, at all. Because it's just for the fact I was like, oh, a random guy. I was like, I don't even know if it's real. Because I did not, like, I literally don't, like, it was, it, even the email I got, I was just like, no, like, I just didn't, it, it didn't make sense. Yeah. That. I was like, why, how did you get my email? How, 
who are you? Like, how are you asking me? You're talking about a top boy. You're saying top boy from Netflix. Like, I love off top boy. I loved it off. Like, I always wanted to work on top boy. So I looked and I was like, nah, this is a joke. Someone's sort of playing with me. But then like, I got an email from him and then like, I was reading it and I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. And he was just like, yeah, we're doing a, um... so obviously, as you know, we're filming Top Boy season, like the new season. And these, I didn't know, but I was just like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, no I was like, you're filming? I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, so we've got some, um... we're going to talk about like the, the idea of like Drake bringing it back and stuff. And I'm listening to him and I'm just like, Drake, like, everything. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so basically we're putting together a documentary, um, putting together a doc basically talking about the rise of it and everything. And we'd love for you to like direct it. And I was just like, I, I just, I was like, yeah. I was like, do you want to come in for a meeting? I went in for a meeting and everything. And they were like, yeah, so we want like, they, we had like a production company I was working under as well. And they were like, yeah, so we've got like a schedule for the day. They sent me the scripts, everything. And I was just like, I was like, nah. And the worst thing is I couldn't tell anyone, like anyone. Like I remember I just I just moved into my place with like all my housemates. And like, I remember like coming back. I told my housemate, obviously. I told one of my housemates. So I was just like, look, I was like, I can't. I can't keep this sort of secret. I was like, <laughs> come back with scripts every day. And I was like, I don't. I was like, are you crazy? Like, this is nuts. But they're like, I think one of the reasons they told me was that it was a um, there was actually a short list of directors, and because they knew that Dave was featuring in it, they'd seen that I'd shot something. I shot like a freestyle with Dave, like me and my friend um, director Lex. We shot like a freestyle. I can't remember what it's called, but we shot one recently. That re, all re, during the time it was recent and it done really well. So they'd looped into and they'd be like, "Oh look, this guy like he shot with Dave before, and he shot like." He shot him quite a few times. So like he he's familiar with the artists. Like he shot Kano. He shot even like Bashi. Like I'd shot all of these people through like Link Up TV. Like I'd shot all of them at some yeah. stage. And I'm like, this guy's cool. Like he probably should know. Like, because when they were talking about that, I was like, yeah, I know. They're like, do you, do you know, do you like have you shot with Dave? Before? I was like, yeah, we shot like blah blah. And he's like, oh, all right, cool. He's like, great. Then and I was just like, and then they were just going through and they're like, yeah, so we want like. We just want like interviews done. Like we're gonna get you doing interviews with them and stuff. We need like little B rolls and stuff done. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, just tell me, tell me when. And they're like, no, they're like, no, no, no. You you need to tell us what camera stuff you need and everything. And I was like, okay. I was like, give me like an hour to like go on YouTube and look and see what camera. <laughs> I was editing on the YouTube. But I was like, let me just. I was like, give me an hour. I went on YouTube and I was like, oh my god, okay, cool camera. So. I didn't need this camera. I probably might need this lens or whatever. And I ended up like for the first day when I went on set, they were shooting in Dalston. And I ordered like the big, like, I had like an FS7, which was fine. But the lens that they got was like bigger than the FS7. And at the time, I was like, yeah, bigger is better, man. This is look, this is look proper professional, man. This is serious, <laughs> man. When I told you I was dying holding that camera, like I was, I was holding it like this, yeah. And then we had like, there was like two of us. So we had like a, there was like, a, we had a guy on sound and there was two of us filming. And the guy, the other guy who was filming had like a smaller camera, but I had like the, cause it was like, mine was like the A camera. When we were doing like the stuff we were running around, I literally had it like on my shoulder and it was absolute stress. Like, but the stuff came out good, but I was just like, yeah. Even afterwards, the guy was like, so you're going to use that lens again? I was like, nah. I was like, do you know what? I was like, we you don't really need that lens. I was like, maybe we could get a lighter one, like maybe just like a smaller one. Even like the photographer's like, wow, you've got such a massive lens. I was like, yeah, 
was like, I didn't, I, I was like, I honestly thought it'd be like the best lens for the job, but it's killing off my back. Like I can't do this. But like, I think we just went on like, it was just a lot of like filming. Like we went, we shot like a lot of um, like interviews with like Dave when he was on set. We shot with like Bashi, like loads of stuff with Kano. And then like, we shot it all and this is like over six months as well that we're shooting this. I'm still not allowed to tell anyone. I'd seen like people who I work with, who'd come on, like there was someone from Vice, I think, who'd, or Vice or Boiler Room or something like that. They come on set to do like an interview and they saw me they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm filming. They're like, for who? And I was like, Netflix. And they're like, what are you filming? I was like, I can't tell you. And they were like, oh my God, Janique. They're like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they were like, what were you? And I was like, I can't, I was like, I actually can't tell you. I was like, I want to tell you, but I can't like, and then I think they had, I think it got to, we done the, cause then we edited it as well. So we shot for like ages, like it was, it was months. And then it got to the editing stage. And I remember before we started um, editing, they had to like transcribe everything, all the interviews and stuff. But in the meanwhile, as like homework, they let us watch like seven of the new episodes of Top Boy. I watched it like, I watched like seven of the episodes before, like me and the other kid, we were, we were editing it. We They put us in like a room, taped like blacked out all the windows and stuff. Like we even had like a, like we had like the footage and it had our names watermarked on it. So that we, <laughs> it was nuts. We sat there, I went Tesco, we got like a whole bunch of food and we just sat there all day, just like, just watching it and we come out every so often and everyone's like, how's it going? I'll be like, I was like, it's amazing. I was like, it's, I was like, you're gonna love this episode. Like, you're gonna love this one. <laughs> like it was, it was so, but the one thing I was always worried about, I was like, if they do it once a week, I'll be so upset. Cause I've seen seven, like I've seen seven of these. So if they were dropping it once a week, yeah, I'd have to wait at least seven weeks before I was up. Oh, man, before I'd, like, long, yeah. but, like, I remember we like, yeah, we have to like watch it all. And then like, after we watched it, we then like went back to like cutting it and all like putting it together and stuff. And then I think we'd done it. And I thought like, that was it, like it was done. And then they're like, oh, we've got like the, um, got the premiere like of like Top Boy. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, oh, well, we need to do like an interview with like someone. I was like, who's it with? They're like, Drake. And I was like, <laughs> I was like you what? I was like, you what? And they were like, yeah, it's Drake. And I was just like, um, I was like, so I was like, what? Am I gonna interview? They're like, yeah, well, you're not gonna interview him. We've got like an interview, but we, we need like a, we've got like, you're, you're on the crew to like film it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna meet like Drake. Like Drake is in, Drake was in Hackney. Drake came down to Hackney, which was ridiculous. Like it's the wildest thing seeing that guy like pull up. But then we went like, I remember we got to the premiere, went up to like, he had this little room, like he had like his own like barber seat chair. He had like a custom chair like bought for him. It was like, a, you know, like the chair you sit when you go to like the hairdressers. He had like yeah, one yeah. of those. And like we went in and obviously he was shaking his hand and stuff. And I'm just staring at him like, bro, it's actually Drake, you know, like he's actually here. And I'm like, you know, when like everyone's filming and I'm trying not to like sniff or cough or anything. Cause I'm just like, I'm just like, stood, like I was so rigid the whole time. Yeah. Cause I'm like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. And then like, we done it all or whatever. And then the um, the person who was interviewing, I think it was Clark, um, someone called Clara, who was interviewing him. And I think she was like, oh, Drake, you know I'm gonna ask. And he's like, what? He's like, can I get a picture? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then this guy, he turned around, Drake turned around to me and he's like, can you take the photo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I looked at him, I was like, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And you know, like, um, his phone was buzzing, yeah. And you know, and you're like, I was like, this just tapping. Like, I was, I was hoping the photo was correct. I was like, yeah. I was like, uh. And then let's get it back to. So I was like, I think, 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 think. And I was like, oh my god. Like, you know, you don't want to look. I didn't want to look at anything else on his, yeah. on his, like, on the phone. Like, I was just, I was looking at the phone, like, yeah. And then I get it back to. So I was like, yeah, take it, take it, take it before I drop it or something. Like, <laughs> like it was absolutely nuts. Like that by far. Like, and then the icing on the cake was it wasn't supposed to go on. It was supposed to just go on YouTube. And on the day it came out, they put it on Netflix. And that was like, oh, I saw it. I was like, oh my God, it's on Netflix. And I clicked it and I could see it on the Netflix. It did the whole dun-dun-sh. And I saw it. I was like, oh my God, it's here. Like, it was, Is that, that what you could finally tell everyone? I can literally say, I told that it was just before my birthday. So I literally could tell everyone. I was like, oh my God, I done it. Oh my God. <laughs> and then everyone was like, no way. Oh my God. Because I think it's first... I couldn't even, they done like little teasers. Um, so the stuff that we'd filmed and I could post that basically, I could tell everyone when the teasers got launched, I could say, hey, I've got this. Um, I literally posted, hey, I've been working on some stuff with Netflix for Top Boy. Like here's some of the teasers we've done so far. And I posted that up and everyone was like, no way, this is amazing. And I was thinking, you guys ain't even seen the doc yet. Like you have no idea. So when I dropped the doc, everyone was like, oh my God, like, wow. They're like, is it on Netflix? I'm like, it's on Netflix. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, go on the app, like on Netflix, type in top weight documentary, like the, the thingy and you'll, you'll see it. It's there. Like that was like, it was, it was like, I can't even, I don't know. That's the best. That was the best moment ever. That was, the I got drunk from like nine in the morning. <laughs> like I was like, oh my, I was like, listen, this thing's out today. I was like, I am drinking. I am selling. I was absolutely i was excited like i told my housemate would just see me she's like what are you gonna do i was like i'm gonna get drunk I was like, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not even an alcoholic i was like i'm gonna get drunk like i was so excited it's probably it was, yeah. bottles, 9 i was popping bottles i couldn't even afford all the bottles i went to get like like some cheap rum or something <laughs> like and it was like a like all the small magnum drinks i was just because no. like, <laughs> that's what i was doing like because this is like like two years ago so it was like i could pop like i could have popped bottles but i was just like oh my god i'm, I'm gonna go corner shop like i get something and like just like but it was that definitely was like the best like ever i've never had that that's like yeah best moment so far i think that's the perfect segue into one of your worst moments mate like your biggest <laughs> for, uh, that we, we you put down on the sheet uh falling asleep while reviewing footage um, can you tell us a little bit more about 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 the shoot and what exactly happened so we <laughs> basically we've done like a video shoot uh, i'm not going to reveal the artist's names because it might come back to me and they might realize but like we've done a shoot and um we've done it it's been amazing and whatever and i had all the footage and we finished pretty late and i went home and I was like sat on my computer, just like reviewing it, going through it all. And I don't even remember what happened. I remember looking through it and be like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, and I'd even like, I was showing off, I was, I was so cheeky with it as well. Like I was filming it and sending it to like the crew, like the other people I worked with. And I was like, yeah, this is how it's looking. Like definitely this shot, this shot. And then like, I don't know, like one minute I was reviewing it. And next thing you know, like I woke up with my face like on the laptop, like just on the screen. And you know, like when you get up and like, it's all imprinted on your face and stuff. Like 
I woke up with it and I was just like, I was like, did I just, I was like, I fell asleep on this laptop and I was like, oh, I was like, this is long. And then like, I'm just looking through the footage and I can just see that there's a lot missing. And I'm like, oh, and I'm just like, hmm, so this is missing. And I was like, you know, and like, I'm still kind of half awake and I'm like, okay, so there's some stuff missing, but I don't know where. So then I call up, like, I call up like the other director I was on. And I was like, hey, like, did, did, did everything get like, copied across and he was just like yes he's like janique he's like yeah and i was like okay i was like don't panic but <laughs> I, I, was like, I think i've deleted like that whole performance shot from that whole scene yeah i just heard like it was a group call i just had everyone go oh janique, janique and i was like nah and i was like guys it's not even a thing where i can control z it because it's just gone like it's gone and they were like Oh my god, you know, and everyone's just panicking, like what? And I was like, okay, maybe I might be able to recover it and whatever. So I remember I even went, I I messaged one of my friends. I was like, look, can you recover like hard drives? Like, and he's like, Yeah, yeah I can try. And he he went to recover it and like he got like five seconds back of the clip. And I was just like, oh my god, I was like, I'm so screwed. Like, and then we've done the like, we've done the video, left it out. And I remember we got like, you know, in like in the back of our minds, we're hoping like, please don't ask about that shot. Don't ask about that whole scene. Like we know they would, but like we even like tried everything and then like, we just got the email and it wasn't even like, it was just like a little, hey, like, you know, this is amazing. Like, oh, but what happened with the scenes like in this one? And then I was just, oh. and then I wrote back, oh, do you know what? It was like, it just didn't fit in with like the rest of what we were going for. <laughs> and, like, and the worst thing is no one else interject. They all left it to me to do. Cause I'm like, you, you better sort this. I was like, you, you better speak your way out of this. And I was, like, yeah, I was like, it didn't really work for like what we were like, what we're going to. I was like, what, what we were going for? I don't know, it's not the right, like even the outfit wasn't the same, but these times that was like the best shot we had. Like it was, it was amazing what, the artist was doing in that scene like that scene was amazing and it was all gone like so that definitely like even till now i feel like it comes up here or something like hey, janique do you remember when you lost all that footage you fell asleep on it like an idiot and i was like <laughs> like i fell asleep it was the worst feeling like and i think i was staying at my dad's house at the time so he didn't even he probably came in and saw me just slumped just my face just on the thing and thought Oh, it's just Janiki and he's just editing or whatever. It didn't even bother to wake me up. And like, I always like, <laughs> just, just, editing. Up. Just, just editing again. Like, this guy's always editing, falling asleep on his computer, a silly guy. And then like, just wake up with like drool all up, like dribble on the side of my face. Like, I've got like flipping, like just lines on my face and half of the footage is gone. Oh, so that a hundred percent was like, yeah, that was losing footage. That was it. And then, do you know what? There was one that I didn't even, I didn't mention, but I had like, so I'm allergic to Aki. Okay. And I didn't know, like, I, my mom had told me from ages and I didn't really know. And this was like around carnival and I'd ate a lot. And I had like an allergic reaction where basically my whole face was like breaking out and peeling off. Oh. And this so happens. Like, imagine this was during the time when, we had like, I had like my first, like, we had like this artist from India, like a really big artist just reach out randomly to that us and be like, hey, I want to do a shoot. And this is like a 30K, 40K music video, like the biggest shoot that we were going to do. And then in that same week as well, or two weeks, we had Dave's Funky Friday video. So I looked like I had like leprosy or something on my hand. <laughs> it was like... And I was there and like, everyone was like, no, it's fine, it's fine, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I remember I went to like, 
I couldn't even shake people's hands, yeah, because I didn't want to touch anyone. I was like, I'm sorry. And they're like, what happened? I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm allergic to something and I'm just breaking out. And it was like, I looked like I was going through it. And it was probably the worst time. Because you know when there's so many like, I don't know, like, do you remember Funky Friday, how big that video was? Yeah, My skin, yeah. And imagine I'm taking photos and stuff and I'm just like breaking out, yeah. And I'm just like, and Dave's looking at me like, Who's this guy? <laughs> so much. He looks so much different from before. Like, what happened to him? Like, he was fine. Like, we, we shot like a month ago, and he was like, "What's going on with him now?" Like, he didn't even want to spot me or anything. I'm like, I don't want to spot <laughs> anyone. <laughs> yeah. Your bad is no one doesn't spot you. You're just like, oh. And they're like, I guess my friend Lexi's like, "Don't worry, man. It's cool. It's cool." And I'm like, "No, it's not, man. Don't lie to me." <laughs> I feel like a diseased bro. I'm like, we're gonna pass it on to everyone. Like, and I always tell, I was like, "Look, it's not. It's not contagious." I was like, it's just like, but it was like, that was absolute stress. Like between that and losing that footage, like those were like, cause I fully, like, I remember it was such a like, it was a really, it was, it was like, it was like all the best jobs came in at once. And I looked like, I even had like, a, I think I had a panel talk as well. And I just didn't want to do it. I was just like, everyone wanted to answer the panel, like what happened? And I remember I started, I was like, look, I was like, look, before you guys say anything, I'm allergic to Aki and I've broken out. I like, cause I was just, I just knew I got there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everyone's like, thinking it. Everyone's thinking it. What is happening to this guy's whole face? Like, cause his photos and stuff, like the promo picture of photos show the clear face and everything, clear hands, everything. Like he doesn't like to show his face, but we know his face ain't like that. And I was just like, I was like, look, man, before we start, like there was like 30 people that was like, before we start, I broke out. I'm allergic to Aki. Obviously I won't do it again. But this is this. I was like, this is the reason why, guys. I was like, this is it. Like, I just have to let everyone know. I was like, look, I'd rather tell you guys so that at least you're not thinking it, like thinking yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just gonna be like this. But those two, like those, that was definitely the two big mess ups that I, I fully like. I laugh about it now because it was so funny. Like I can laugh about it now. I think I even laughed about losing the footage at the time as well. I don't know, because I've never really like I don't panic really. Like, even if stuff's going bad, I'm never gonna panic. I'll just be like. I'll always try to see the, it's never going to be the end of the world. Even if it is the end of the world, I won't let you know that I think it's the end of the world. And because if I start bugging out, you start bugging out and then everyone bugs out and it's a whole mess. So like, even when I lost the footage, I was like, hey, I was like, oh, it's fine. They're like, what do you mean it's fine? You've lost it. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, we, we can work around it. I was like, I was like, did he? And I was like, but did he really like his outfit anyway? Like, because I feel like he didn't like it. And they're like, no, Janique. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it was, I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I like, will figure it out. <laughs> but like, I've never really like, I don't panic. I, I'll always try to see, I won't like make it into a joke, but I always try to see the funnier side of it. I'll be like, oh my God, guys, like fell asleep on it. Like, it's crazy. I was like, that didn't even stop me. He didn't even help me. He just let me suffer and like delete everything. But yeah. You also went out and tried everything that you possibly could have to try and fix it though. It's not like, oh yeah. Was, oh no, it's all right. Like, I'm not even yeah, like I literally said to everyone, I was like, look, I'm going to this guy. Like, I, I was like, I'm going. I, was like, I went to like, so, because I went, where is, where did I go? I was like, I think I went, there was someone on the Metropolitan, Harrow. I went to Harrow. Ooh. So I went from Ealing to Harrow to go to this guy to try and recover it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Harrow. This guy's my last hope. Like, he should do it. I, re- I downloaded like, I even downloaded like backup software. Like, I spent like 80 pounds on it. And I was like, this better work. And it didn't work. And I was like, oh my God. And my friend's like, hey, I've got the pro version. It should work better. And it just it didn't. It didn't. But like, I tried everything. And the thing is, I'll never like, I'll never quit. I'll make sure like, if there's anything I can, I'll go beyond 
to try and fix it. Even even that's the reason why, even though I had an allergic reaction, I still decided, like, I was still like, you know what? I am still go and shoot all this stuff. I am still go, my hands are all stuff, all messed up, my face all peeling. I am still go because I ain't gonna wimp out on this. I'm not gonna give this up, it's fine. Like, everyone will understand. And like, yeah. I'm the type of guy where I'm very, you can, I'm very approachable. I'm not like, I won't be like in the corner or whatever, because I feel like since my job, like from taking photos, you have to be, you have to be able to like communicate with people and you have to be able to put people at ease. So if I can put you at ease and my skin's like peeling off and everything and you're still at ease with me, then I can do anything. Honestly, like it's it's, it's fine. Like really, so yeah. Uh, we're coming up to the last sort of uh, 15 minutes now. So we've got a few things uh, just to touch on. Um, let's talk about your recent work. Uh, oh. I mean, one of the most recent bits, you're sort of like being uh, wrecked by, you know, family now, um, uh, which is really great news. Uh, I'm, <laughs> personally, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to working with you, you know, having this uh, chat today as well. Like, I'm, I'm super pumped. To, you're excited, isn't it? It's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, like, 100%, <laughs> Yeah, what, what have you been up to recently, Janique? Uh, what's been um, going on? Um, did the, the Google Nest job, that, how was that? What's, what's been happening? That was that, so I did that one. That was in, we done that in December. And that was really good, because that was like, we done that. And then, so I done that with Andy. And that was really cool, because it was like, they, they literally hit me up saying, hey, we got something with Google. And I was like, Google? <laughs> and they're like, it's a acoustic session. I was like, oh, acoustic. I was like, I've done plenty of those. Like, That's fine, like, amazing. Like, I'll do it. And then... It turned out that me and Ella Air went to the same primary school and she was in a year below me. So imagine we got there and then she's just talking, talking. And someone said like, someone told my husband, said to me, you know, she went to the same school as you. And I was like, no, she didn't. And she's like, Janique, she went to Christchurch. And then I was just sat there like next to her. And I was like, I was like, look, I'm gonna ask you this year. Like, <clears throat> did you go to Christchurch? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I went to Christchurch. And she's like, you're lying. And I was like, she's like, I never meet anyone that went to Christchurch. And I was like, I went Christchurch. Like, and then we were talking about the teachers and stuff for ages. And then I remember a manager came and was like, what, like, do, do you guys know each other? She's like, he went to my school. Blah, blah, blah. And then like, she was WhatsApping her friends who I knew as well from school. And they're like, she's like, I'm here with Janique. And then like, we took like a phone together and sent it to them. Like, it was nuts. Like, but then that made the shoot even better. Cause it's like, yeah. as soon as you know, yeah. like, it's like, we went to school together. Like, it's fine. Like we were talking about like the chess, like the teachers used to go like chess club and stuff and play with like, it was absolutely like it was wild. And that's just lucky. It was like, but that shit was like, that was amazing. Like it was so, it was relaxed. Even though we had like COVID, like, like weighing us down, making sure we had to be like all restricted. Like it was, it didn't really stop us from doing that. Like, it, it, it got everything done. Like it was smooth. No one was tense. Like it was, it was really nice. So that was a really good shoot. And then what else had I done that? I'd done like a lot of stuff for clocks, like yeah. a lot, like a lot of stuff, <laughs> like so much stuff, man. But um, I done like a lot of video and photo content for them because like last year, because even though we were in like, it was a lockdown, like I could still go and shoot, but everything just had to be like COVID maintained and stuff. So I did a lot of, I feel like I did a lot more photography last year but then I did like quite a bit of video projects. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. What the, what's I doing last year? Should I check my phone? Let me check my phone. I always check Instagram. Use this thing. Um, let me see. Because do you know what I actually know? I did something amazing. I did this um, Bape. And so Bape and Clark brought out this shoe. And 
basically they came like they told me about it and I was like oh my god I was like can I can I shoot like something with this and then originally because Raheem Sterling was doing like the campaign for it I was like look can I can I shoot like an editorial like for this and they were like yeah like sure what idea have you got and basically I took like so we drew like instead of getting like influences and stuff I literally got everyone like my friends who were like crew so like I had my housemate who's uh, my ex-housemate who was a DJ I had a director who who I'd worked with I had my producer I had another photographer and I had an artist and basically I made them and I got myself as well and we made we were all the stars of the show instead of influencers so we had the shoes and everything like and we built like this massive set I got like this illustrator who I grew up with from school to do like these anime like bape inspired stuff with all our names in it and stuff and it was like a ridiculous like it was it was ridiculous we don't know when it comes out like we, we're still waiting to find out when it comes out but it was ridiculous like we done that and that was like because it was like a whole day it was like there was no it was just us and it was like a natural thing it's like it's funny as well because we made it funny i'll send it to you i think i feel like andy's got it but you should definitely watch it you'll see it's the it's funny yeah, like because it's like you won't expect like we're all directors like we're all directors creators and stuff and we're just and we're going through scenarios so like there's a scene where like me and the director are arguing about us not having enough budget and then the camera whips across to our producer <laughs> and he's like nope nope ain't got no budget and then at the same time you see someone handing him the money and he's like he just pulls it to the side he's like nope definitely haven't got the budget for that. <laughs> we're going through like and then it's like we're going through the like me and the director are arguing about like yo like should we do steady camel sticks i'm like we got budget and he's like i want to do steady and i was like bro we can't do this and then like we, like, we created scenes where it's like we made it seem as if the a director was directing themselves so it's like it'd be it pan over to the director and then pan back over to the person like the model who's also the director and you have them both arguing with each other so you'd be like can you smile a bit more and then the, the guy's like what do you mean and they're like you just like it was it's, it's a <laughs> like it's, there's so many like little bits that we have going on like we have like the producer and we made this scene where it's like he's there like on his phone and then we have all of these hands like come out onto the screen and they're holding clipboards etc all of this and there's one hand holding a coffee and he drinks it winks into the camera like it was <laughs> like it's nuts like you watch it when you watch it you'll be like oh my gosh like this guy's crazy like I mean, it, I it was it, it over yeah Oh, definitely. But like we did, we did that one. That was really good. Um, it was just like a lot of like, Brad, we just, I did something with Adidas actually in January. It was right at the start of the year. That's why I always forget to speak about it. But um, I remember um, Adidas had this, um, it was like an anniversary, like um, changes a team sport. They had that whole like campaign for the All-Stars. And basically they came to me, they had like these, they're like, look, we want you to come up with this idea of like, we want a concept done around changes to team sport. So then I came up, I pitched them this idea of like local superstars. So basically I focused on like two people in like each, in like an area in the community that was seen to be doing like stuff, which makes them, which would make them a local superstar. Cause they're not, they weren't seen to be outlandish out there doing what they do. They're just providing a space or a service for people. So like we went with like this female gamer and then we went with like a boxer and like, it was really cool because it's like we went to, for like the female gamer we got like um god's own god's junkyard and we had like all the neon lights and stuff and we had it with a like playing a switch and stuff like that and then like we spoke about a brand and stuff and like it was it was sick and then like for the boxer 
we went to like down to his gym, got him doing like some boxing stuff, got him out in some Adidas kit and everything. And it was like, it was, it was, it was epic. Like it was good. And those are like, cause I really enjoy projects where it's like, I can go to them. They can say to me, look, we've got this Janique. And I can be like, all right, cool. So I want to do this, this, and this. And it's just, I feel like seeing something from the start, yeah, like go through to the end final product is like, it's, it's amazing. Especially if it's your own idea. Cause I, I don't mind taking on clients like, or clients that will say, look, we have this, this, and this. But I love the fact when a client will say to me, do what you do, like tell us, send us back your treatment and we can adjust it as we see fit. But it's up to you what you want to do. Because as soon as they let me have my head in it, like it's, it's the best feeling. Like, Amazing. Really, yeah, it's, it's satisfying. Um, mate, lastly, uh, mm-hmm. is our little section for advice. Um, yes. I'm going to phrase it a slightly different way this time. Right. Like, You've mentioned your mom gave you some really sound advice over the course of like different periods of your life. Yeah. Is there anything, is there any advice that she's given you over the years that you still remember on a daily basis and you still kind of sort of live by now? Um, any, any, or, or any other bits that were like super you know, poignant? Smile, like going with a smile and be like, and just be like, don't be a fake friendly, just be friendly, like, and just be confident. Cause it's like, just always have like a good balance. Cause it's like, I always make someone like, my mom's always like, look, if you're, cause you're a photographer, you have to, or a director, you have to be able to set the tone for wherever you like on set, you'd set the mood. So if you go in all quiet and you're telling your producer, look, you talk to them and do that. She's like, that would never, even as a photographer, like you have to be able to make someone feel comfortable and at ease. So I feel like my, like, she always told me, look, just go in with a smile and be yourself basically, because if you try and be, if you if you try and look at how other directors have done stuff and like how your other crew are acting, you're like, look, I'm going to be more like them, then it won't. You'll just come across as some fake guy who's just trying to like, like do whatever. But like, as long as you're yourself and you're respectable and you're just like, you're nice, everything. Like there's never like, you'll never have a bad day on set. Like I've never, like I don't think I've had a bad day on set in ages just because I'm not like, it's never that there's never anything to stress about that much on set. It's no. never going to be that stressful. Like it's really not like, cause we're filming stuff, man. Like it's cool. If you've got like a massive smudge on your face or whatever, it's fine. We'll just cut for a bit and you can sweat out and we can go back again. Like if there's a seat, if you don't like one side of your face, it's cool. We can flip over to the other side or I'll actually, I'll be like, your face is fine. Like, and they'll be like, no, no, no. And I'll be like, all right, it's cool. It's whatever. Like I, I don't mind, but I'm friendly and I try to make people as comfortable as possible because then it makes the job better. And then you can see from the work that you do, you'll see the final products that you'll see that they weren't like just doing like switching off afterwards. And then after that, you're more likely to get more jobs because then they're like, oh my God, this guy is like, he's amazing. Like we shot with this guy and it was so chill. It was so nice and we got it done and it was done really well. And like, there'll be more more than likely. So I'm just like, just, just go in with a smile and just be happy, but make sure you work smart as well as working hard that's the thing so it's like you, if you're a smart worker you know exactly what plan you've got and stuff and you don't need to like bombard everyone with a whole bunch of stuff you can just be like hey look we're gonna do this this and this and then we'll take a little break or whatever and then we'll switch over to this this and this like it's fine like just always just being like a level level-headed like i never i don't think i'll never i never panic i've never really panicked and even if i did panic you would never see it you just see me smiling like ah this is crazy <laughs> I'm like, we're definitely running over time. It's just <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I was like, "Woo!" So what, we went to finish at seven, and it's nine now. I was like, I "Guess we'll go into the bar afterwards." Then, like, like it's like, like literally stuff like that. Like if you like, if you're running over time, saying something like that is the difference that can change it from like everyone yeah. being like, "Oh God," or for everyone saying, "This guy's a joker, man." Like he's like, it's like because the thing is, if I'm cool, if I'm relaxed, clients more likely to be relaxed. Like as long as I know what I'm doing, it reassures them that they know what they're doing. So yeah, just like scare with a smile, like. Just be be the be yourself, and just try and make like as long as you're if you're relaxed, then it it influences it goes it it shows it radiates onto everyone else. So if you're very relaxed on set and composed, then know exactly what it is you're after. Everyone else will like gravitate towards that sort of mood. I might in the end, it's all perfect. You walk away with a smile. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. Um, hopefully it's the first of many mate and i'll get to see you (laughs) soon as well (laughs) of course man it's been a pleasure nice one man all right well yeah thanks a lot and uh, i'll check you soon all right man i'll see you later cheers that is all we have time for this week on the podcast guys but please subscribe to ensure you catch all of our future episodes You can also follow us on Instagram at family and friends. That's F-M-L-Y and friends, all one word. For news on our new community hub. And please also check out our main page at family creative. That's on Instagram. Or our main website, family-creative.com. We'll catch you next time.